Delaware's Rick Jensen on 11:50 a.m. 101.7 FM WDEL. I've heard from quite a few people that you know they want to get back in the office because working virtually from home. I mean, you don't have the same working culture you did before, you know, and uh, and some people love it, but other people are wondering, well, what about those relationships I built? with other folks within the business, and they don't know if they're talking about them when they're on their Zoom meetings or things like that. Expectations. What do we expect nowadays in this new environment? Well, my guess is that Kim Plush, who's uh, Assistant Director of Career Services at Wilmington University, has experienced some of this on a smaller scale because for 15 years uh, she was – in Human Resources at PNC Bank, two local healthcare organizations. Kim's on right now. Thanks for being on, Kim. Hi, Rick. Good to be with you today. I appreciate that. So before we get into some nuts and bolts, and by the way, uh, those of you wondering, how do I manage my career? How do I do this virtually? 302-529-1017. You got a question like that. 302-529-1017. Before the pandemic, did you, in human resources or working there at Wilmington University, have to deal with some of the, the corporate culture, I don't know, not necessarily problems, but uh, you know, growing pains when there were people working off-site from home on a fairly regular basis? Sure, absolutely. I think everyone's probably experienced this at one point, you know, or another in their career and, and leading a team. You know, it was very atypical before the pandemic to have a member of the team at home for an extended period of time, you know, even three days in a row, you know, at home. So yeah. it was difficult to, to keep that connection. It was more, you know, let's call in on a conference call. And that still didn't really, we, we hadn't really accessed the Zoom capability that we do now, you know, the, the Skype, the personal um, interaction that we've had to do in this past year. Um, so it, it was very strange and atypical to us. And now it is, you know, commonplace just to hop on Zoom to see a coworker. Oh, absolutely. There are Zoom meetings, and nowadays, I, I think we pretty much accept it when, like, someone's on a Zoom meeting and the cat walks across the laptop. Um, I had that happen in an interview with Chris Coons, Senator Chris Coons, and uh, my cat jumped up here and turned off my laptop where I had all my questions. <laughs> Fortunately, I remembered the questions and all and, and laughed about that, and then you have a baby crying. And, but I, I think we're generally accepting that, or, or are we? I think we are. I think we are. Uh, you know, I, I think it's it's very commonplace to to hear a child in the background, to have the animal, to have the pet. Um, you know, I've been on Zoom meetings where the front door is rung because of the Amazon man is here. Yes. You know, drop it off my delivery package. <laughs> so I think it is is very commonplace now. Well, there are a lot of people, Kim, who are worried about their their future, and I'm going to go right to an example that I emailed to you to mm -hmm. uh, try to you know get people to understand that. There are some things you can do to manage your career where you used to do it in the hallway. So, for example, a team leader working on a project to acquire a new client may have just overcome a couple of tremendous competitors, but that would never go into a formal report. So, you know, walking down the hallway, you encounter a vice president who is, let's say, his manager's direct report. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's say his direct reporter's boss is is, uh, is Randy and uh, maybe the and his boss, the VP, is Mary. 
And Mary asks, how's it going? Well, I mean, this is great because you're in the hallway. You get to talk to somebody, you know, in the VP level about what's going on, and you get to promote your value to the company. And smiling, you know, he replies, I'm so glad you asked. He tells this brief story of overcoming two competitors and asks her to please, uh, if you have any advice on solidifying this relationship, reach out to me. I could use uh, some advice and help from you. And the vice president smiles, agrees, and walks on. So now he has instilled in this vice president knowledge of his professional value, of which she was previously unaware. It's quite common. These things happen all the time. Now, you're there in your den, in your dining room, you're working. You don't walk into this VP. In fact, you don't, you're not even allowed to email or slack the vice president. You're not going to have this kind of career management situation. So what can people do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it's a it's a great question, Rick. It really is. You know that that water cooler, even before the virtual water cooler, you know phrase, it's just been a long-standing you know office tradition. You know across it doesn't matter the industry, the culture, the size of your company. Um, it, it's just it's always been there. You know those informal office chats with coworkers. Yeah. You know, that's how we network. You know, you're right. Um, you know, it, it really is incumbent upon the employee. To, to take charge now that we have been home in this remote environment. You know, it, it, we hope that all of our team leaders are engaged enough to say, hey, we're going to, you know, network virtually once a week. But that's just not the reality. That's not really what's going to happen. The employee has to be the engaged leader. Um, you know, so one of, the, one of the, the options, and depending, again, on the culture on your team and, and mm-hmm. the relationship you have with your team leader, you know, ask, request, you know, can we do a weekly Zoom, you know, with the team? Can we, can, you know, if, if the team leader is not available for that, if they're not as engaged, I would absolutely have the employee reach out to their HR rep. You know, HR is a great, great office partner to brainstorm, you know, possibly having a, an informal lunch you know, lunch bunch or lunch chat, a coffee chat, um, even brainstorming with HR about recognizing employees who have done a rewarding project or have, you know, achieved, you know, a, a, an outcome um, that has helped the company. Um, you know, HR, HR can certainly be that advocate and, and put that out there. And the employee, you know, can take credit for that. Um, you know, I would say they would also have an opportunity to volunteer for projects, you know, perhaps in the team meeting, there's um, a new project that is that is coming out for the next, you know, um, cycle. Yeah, if there's so a team leader who says, that, I don't want to yeah. do the Zoom, the Zoom meetings or, or doesn't uh, have an agenda, things like that, they shouldn't be a team leader. Well, that's that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, it occurs to me as I'm listening to you. Yes, absolutely. That's a whole other conversation. But, you know, that's why I always encourage an employee, uh, you know, to, to, to reach out to HR to have that partnership, especially in a networking environment. But if you do have an engaged team leader, you know, have, have, to, have those opportunities to, to create some fun informal Zoom yeah. meetings. You know, it could be a virtual happy hour at 431 on Friday, uh, you know, or it could be during the day. Uh, you oh, know, but it, it I, I don't. Important. I don't know if you need that. Someone knocking back martinis on the camera and falling <laughs> off their chair. That's, uh, <laughs> it it depends. Know. Again, again, depends on the <laughs> depends on the uh, on the industry. There, there, that is happening. No, uh, but that's a great idea. In other words, you know, can we do something fun where we can engage like we used to in the break room? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you're and you're showing that initiative that you want to bond with your coworkers, that you are putting yourself out there, and that's actually, you know, that's a leadership trait. If you're the one that's initiating those, so you know certainly that's a, that's an option for employees to do. It's all uh, about communication. Well, that's what I'm hearing from you. Mm-hmm. It's really about communication. And it occurs to me that um, if if you have a good idea, and your direct report would not be the person to have the final say on that, you lay out your idea, just bullet points, what you want to achieve, how it'll benefit the company, what you'd like to do, maybe even suggest a, a team and have you know different skill sets bullet pointed on this as well give it to your direct report and say hey uh what do you think about this what do you think that uh, your boss would think about that and maybe that's a a good way to uh, just people just want to they want to know that uh, that they have value and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there's a lot of that communication going on now virtually it, it doesn't and again you know it, it is incumbent upon the employee you know, yeah. I, I, I do keep saying that. And, and one of the things, just like you mentioned, you know, you can, as an employee, think about ideas, ways you can transform any current initiative that your company is, is doing into an online option. You know, maybe you have a career chat with customer service um, individuals. Maybe you have clients that call in on a certain day. Well, maybe offer a Zoom option for that so you can, you know, face-to-face. Just transforming an, an initial or an initiative, excuse me, that you currently have in place into an online option, that shows, you know, that you're thinking outside the box to your employer as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's 302-529-1017. Talk and text 302-529-1017. Kim Plush is on the phone, and she's Assistant Director of Career Services, Wilmington University. And, and I reached out to Kim as I've reached out to some other people as well because I'm hearing from a lot of listeners and by email and sometimes a conversation that um, they don't even know what the corporate culture is right now. And, and they're trying to work their way through it because we're still, we're still kind of, you know, like, like virtual, for example, Kim, you know, bouncing ideas uh, off other coworkers, you know, they have a few minutes because you make eye contact at the office and you ask, okay, um, by the way, I got a couple ideas. And some people, you, you text them or, or you Slack message them. It's either awkward or they, they don't even get back to you. How do you how do you manage that sort of office relationship virtually? Yeah, and, and again, that's that's difficult. You know, you want to be able to connect, you know, with with, with your coworkers. Um, you know, one one option just to learn about best practices. What are other employees doing in different companies to engage their coworkers? Hmm. You know, um, you know, one way an employee can connect with other professionals, start a meetup. You know, go to meetup.com and start a meetup in Wilmington or a meetup with your particular, you know, industry. That's a free option for employees to do to learn best practices. Um, you know, that's, that's something easy to do. Get some ideas and then take it back to your workplace and see if that that actually works. Um, You know, you're creating those, those conversations with others that are in the same boat as you are. I think, I I think a lot of people are just like freaked out and, and maybe even afraid to do something like that, not knowing what the corporate culture is now, not even knowing if someone might get angry and say, well, why are you doing that? Are you giving away company secrets and yada, yada, yada? I mean, there is, I think there is that level of, of paranoia amongst some people now working Mm -hmm. virtually, or do you think that that's just a small number? Well, I, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't broadcast what you're doing if you feel uncomfortable, yeah. uh, you know, with your supervisor. That's why if you create 
you know, a separate virtual group if you go on meetup, like I said, .com, and you actually are able to, to talk to other industry professionals. That doesn't mean, you know, you, that that's an open forum, not a gripe session by any means, um, but just, a, you know, learning best practices, how to engage with that. You know, um, again, I think it would be great if an employee felt comfortable enough to reach out to an HR rep at their, at their site because that individual can lead the way. HR can lead the way to, hey, you know, let's, let's do some partnerships, let's mentor, let's, let's, you know, form some opportunities virtually that you can talk to this member of another department to get mm-hmm. best practices because not everybody is, is as open and engaging to want to actually talk on Zoom for an hour every day. Yeah, and, and by the way, some people look at the human resources manager, HR, and they say, oh, well, well, you know, she or he works for the company. I don't know if I really trust that individual. How, how do you suggest people uh, begin that relationship with someone in HR where in the only time they've talked with this person is if there is a, a problem uh, with the pay or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, some other, right. you know, minutia that they have. Oh, I really don't understand this part of my health plan. Can you understand? In other words, they, mm-hmm. they don't really have this relationship with the HR department. And sometimes uh, people feel like the HR, well, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the bosses when I talk to them. This might not be beneficial to me. Sure. Well, you know, human resource professionals should be holding every single conversation they have confidentially. I will put that put that right out there, uh, you know, especially with an employee who is having, you know, issues with their supervisor or with the with the climate and the culture. So that should be confidential. I say should, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's how I led my life. And I'm hoping that that other HR professionals are doing the same, of course. Um, but I, th- I think they're also more open now because we have all been home. We've all had the pressure of being home for an entire year. Uh, for for most individuals, um, that HR is more open to checking in with their employees and more receptive to you know reaching or, or to to having a conversation with an employee that reaches out to them. Yeah. You know, it, it could be as easy as you know, and, and and I you know we certainly understand the challenges. Oh my goodness, you know, to to navigate professional and personal lives in this this whole pandemic this past year, and maybe an employee the first step might even be. Speaking to you know a healthcare professional through their their own EAP, their employee assistance program, you know, talking about the workplace stress, the anxiety that they may be having, and and what are some you know options for them. Um, however, I, you know, in my experience, at least in in Delaware and with human resource professionals, um, they are very open to employees reaching out to them, not just for that benefit or pay question. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get that. I think there's a lot of uh, fear because you know it's fear of the unknown. And sure. and we really don't know. So what you're saying is that as an employee, you got to make the effort. You have to reach out to people, do so professionally, try to build some relationships uh, virtually, and reach out to HR and say, hey, uh, or your your boss or, or whoever, and say, how about we have a little 4.30 Friday afternoon uh, cocktail hour where we <laughs> hang out and just chat and talk about things going on. You know, try to get back to that water cooler, that break room kind of uh, relationship. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. What else do you mm-hmm. think people should know? Uh, about things they can do just to, to, to make sure that, well, that they that that they're appreciated uh, by by their employer. I mean, I'll give you a, a quick story. I know somebody who felt like uh, that she was not uh, appreciated by the company. There's not a whole lot of communication. She had a lot of questions, and they weren't getting answered and such. And so she left that company after she found another company that she thinks is going to be. Uh, 
you know, more receptive to her ideas and such like that, not even for more money. It was, it was just, you know, for the satisfaction of working. What do you say to folks who are trying to manage their careers and, and they, and they want to know from uh, their employers, their bosses, whatever, that they have value? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a that's a great question, Rick. You know, certainly employee reward and recognition, it's right up there. And then many times it, it, when you see that in surveys, it's above the pay for a com- for an employee to stay or to leave a company. So, you know, that's certainly a, that's certainly a factor. You know, I would say some cultures or some some of the company cultures, you know, are very good with reward and recognition, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly. Others are not. So it, it certainly depends on your on your industry and on your corporate culture. But I, I would say to volunteer, to to be able to just, you know, jump that hurdle and actually be able to speak to your supervisor about things that you want to do, show that initiative, mm-hmm. uh, I think is so, just so important because it goes a long way, even for some less engaged supervisors, I will say that kindly. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, that's a nice way to say sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you do it right, it should be received in the right way. For example, in sales, I've always been told the four most powerful words in sales are, can you help me? (laughs) (laughs) Always. (laughs) Yeah, right? And sometimes that's a good thing to put in an email like this. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of ways that employees can can market themselves as well and, and, and really, you know, show their value, especially in this last year with the pandemic. There's just so much that employees can do to to boost their career management, their career development. Uh, you know, that's that's what's that's what's out there for them, whether they're upskilling or reskilling. You know, it's it's making that career commitment to yourself. You know, I. Yeah. I always say, you know, we make commitments every day to, to family and to school and to volunteer organizations and, you know, make a career commitment to yourself, you know, really value yourself and what you can offer and bring to the workplace and show that initiative because that is just so important in a virtual environment. It really is. That's great advice. I'm, I'm glad you reminded us of that. It's Kim Plush, Assistant <laughs> Director, Career Services, Wilmington University. I'll get this on the podcast page so folks can take notes. Thanks for your time. You were, this was great. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much, Rick.